Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Spider-Man, The Dragon's Challenge. You're on. In the year 1981, Marvel movies were way better. <laughs> They're challenging, like, a, like challenging a dragon. Like yeah. Spider-Man, the dragon's challenge. Is there a reason it's called that other than racism? I <laughs> 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 think any dragons issue any challenges in this film. <clears throat> you anyway. wanted him to fight a dragon. Obviously. <laughs> I'm Luke. I'm Matt. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Right. Uh, and yeah, this week we're watching a new Spider-Man film, for us at least. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason we're doing this is mildly insane. Uh, so we were doing our episode on... What Dreams May what Come, dreams may which come. will be last week's episode for the listener. So I looked up Rosalind Chow because she's in that, obviously as Miles O'Brien's wife in Star Trek, and found that she'd done a Spider-Man movie in the 80s. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Spider-Man fight Kung Fu people in Hong Kong. So we didn't even go for the first one. Um, it was The Amazing Spider-Man was the late 70s. Uh, I, think, I think the filming was actually 78. Um, so, uh, successful, 13 episodes, good budget for the time, major network, but that still doesn't make you a superhero show in 1978. Yeah. Well, it did, I guess, kind of. Well, here's the thing I was interested in, is the Japanese Spider-Man TV show. About the same time. Right after, I think. I think it was a case of they aired the American one and then wanted more, so they made their own. Mm. Which is what happened with the Transformers cartoons. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, I could almost imagine a situation... Like, if this had happened after Power Rangers, then maybe if they didn't want to make more American series, they would have just taken all the Spider-Man footage from the Japanese one and filmed new Peter Parker footage. Yeah, but they went, like, way nuts in the Japanese Spider-Man. I know. That's why I want them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we have Spider-Verses, so all of these Spider-Men are legit now. Yep. But they had 41 episodes and a film of the Japanese one. <laughs> and, yeah, this one's... Uh... Yeah, 13. You're looking at the end. Oh, because the, the Wikipedia just tells you what came next in Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So it's like, I didn't know there was an 81 animated show. It is amazing how much Spider-Man there is. Well, he, he is, like, <coughs> far and away the most popular Marvel superhero and probably the most popular superhero. Yeah. Batman maybe gives him a run for his money. Mm. Superman would have back in the day, but yeah. I get no way... Nobody likes Superman anymore. I mean, I still like Superman. Everyone likes You've got to do something interesting with him, right? Yeah, exactly. So here we have uh, Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge. I think I did see this TV show as a wee tot. Right. However, they also did Spider-Man things on the Electric Company on public television. Huh. Narrated by Morgan Freeman or something, which is weird. (laughs) At least he was on the Electric Company. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, especially a uh, young kid's going to cross all the wires in their head. Yeah. 
So this is another one of those things where, like, did I make up that show? And, you know, once the internet got cranking, I was like, oh, okay, it does exist. And now I can watch the whole thing if I want to, which I'm not sure if I want to. I was aware I that 70s Spider-Man had existed in the form of this and the Japanese one and stuff, but hadn't really seen any. Uh, I grew up reading the comic books, and then I was absolutely the prime age when the first Sam Raimi one came out. So that's... That, I've never known a time where I haven't been able to see Spider-Man do cool Spider-Man shit. Because you think of him as, like, a ground-level superhero, but, like, it's actually much easier to do, like, Superman effects mm. than Spider-Man effects. Yeah. Yeah, um... Like, you just get real acrobats in. This, not the Dragon's Challenge, but this show... Yeah. And, and, and or that Electric Company thing, I think is my introduction to Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then, so when I started buying comic books a few years later, I thought, oh, there's Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So um, this was my ground floor, uh, but I have hazy memories of it, except that I watched it last night. So. And it's a very weird Spider-Man. <laughs> it's a pretty weird Spider-Man. So um, <laughs> um, I guess before we dive deeper into it, I will do the plot, because people may be listening to this and maybe didn't watch Although it. Although if you, you are YouTube. doing the thing of listening to this and you haven't watched it, me and Matt both just watched this on YouTube. Just put Spider-Man the Dragon's Challenge into YouTube and the whole film is up. So, or the Chinese Web, which is the name of the episodes. Ah, there you the go. One I, I, well, I started watching the Dragon's Challenge. Mm. The, the visual was okay, and the sound was, like, headache-inducing, for me at least. Right. And then I found another one which, which lists the Chinese Web being the two TV episodes. Okay. And it wasn't giving me a headache, so I watched that one, although the video wasn't quite as good. Right. So maybe you can play them back, you know, mute one and watch the other. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I, anyway, if you are interested in checking this out, it's very easy to do. Mm. I don't know if I recommend doing it. <laughs> there, I did see when I started searching, there's a highlight reel you can watch too. Yeah, that was, that, even that was like 40 minutes. So <laughs> that's probably just going to be racism and kung fu. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what more there is to the Dragon's Challenge. Shamanic prayer flags of light in the solar winds, ablaze and liberated in millennium blue rimmed skies so many myriad ways, yet no more to roam over the days. Minlo Chan may be a prominent Chinese industrialist, but word on the street is that he talks smack about Chairman Mao. Three U.S. Marines know otherwise, though, and Min travels to New York City to clear his name. He enlists the help of his old buddy, J.J. Jamerson, newspaper editor-in-chief. The real help comes from J.J.'s photographer, Peter Parker, otherwise known as Spider-Man. Spider-Man thwarts a few assassination attempts against men, but the real magic starts as Parker fakes men's death via the media, convinces the surviving U.S. Marine to hitch a flight to Hong Kong, and slowly starts to gain the trust of Keiko O'Brien. Rival industrialist Zader has other plans, though, and kidnaps the Marine. Though Spidey has tagged the man with a short-range spider beeper. This plan doesn't quite work out, as Spidey gets tranquilized and requires a round of acupuncture to get swinging on his webs again. But this he does, taking the fight to Zader's Hong Kong high-rise, regaining Min's name, and probably donking Keiko O'Brien.
So how do you rank Nicholas Hammond as a as a Spider-Man? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does some of the things a spider can. Can he swim from a web? And not really, that's expensive. Hey, look, there goes the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, an actor? <laughs> he, is, he doesn't have the right look for <laughs> Peter Parker. He is pure, like, chiseled, jawed, 70s leading man. Yeah, he's more of a Flash Thompson. But... He actually does play it with kind of like a boyish, like patheticness, which yeah. you want. Um, and like, this isn't high school age Peter Parker. Right. This is a little older. And he does become a bit cooler once he gets to uni and stuff. Yeah. Like he bangs Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. So, <laughs> which I think, I think he, she died before he had sex with her. But um, <laughs> that's a whole plot point. He died but, before he had sex she died before he had sex right, with her. Right, she died before he had sex with her. Yeah, but ne- that's what I'm saying. Necrophilia doesn't count. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're only a necrophile, you're still a virgin, I'm afraid. <laughs> We've already gone so weird, Matt. <laughs> so in this TV show, uh, he actually gains his powers after he's joined the newspaper. Oh, weird. He does not get in high school. He's only been Spider-Man for a few months at this point. Because this would have been season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the last two episodes of season one of a 13-episode run. There are no more. Mm. No, actually, I think it is called season two. I think they made six, and then they made seven more or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when I was looking at Wikipedia, it said it ran from, like, 77 to 79. So Mm. that wouldn't be worth just one season. Right, so it did have two seasons, but they were real short. Yeah, two British seasons, basically. Yeah, they're like mid-season replacements in America, I guess. Um, Yeah, which is very... Because the whole dynamic felt weird in this. Because he was... He wasn't just a photographer, he was a reporter. He's like, Peter wrote a story, is what J.J. was saying. And then Jonah Jameson seems fully on board with Spider-Man. Yeah, that was the thing that tripped me out. He's like, oh yeah, we've gotten loads of stories thanks to Peter's relationship with (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Doesn't mean he likes Spider-Man, it's like, we make money from this, wow, it's great. Yeah, yeah, which it's also standard Jonah Jameson's. Right, so maybe... that far off. Maybe that's where this being episodic in earlier episodes, maybe we do... Yeah, maybe there is more that he's yeah. a web swinging menace. But I, yeah, we we can't tell from this one. It seems like Jameson like is like pretty hip with Spider Man. This one, yes. So uh, definitely, I mean, you can't. We we have a defend of Jameson now, and this is not him. Yeah, well, that's why Amazing and Marvel up until recently just never even tried to touch Jameson <laughs> because J.K. Simmons is is J. Jonah Jameson. One of the best pieces of casting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this guy's just an old fart. Yeah, he's got a mustache, I guess. So he's a bit like Jameson, but... Um, the Crime Lords, just there. 70s Crime Lords, character actors. Yeah, about, like, barely even playing characters. Like, the... Not the main baddie, but the one below him. Mm. He's got, like, a real squeaky, pathetic voice. He's not menacing at all. <laughs> and then the goons are just goons. But yet somehow most of them are capable of just shooting Spider-Man because apparently this one can't dodge bullets. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I was like, that was a skill shot. These are not stormtroopers here. Yeah. They, they got him. I, I think both times anyone shoots at Spider-Man, they hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't... He's, they, don't have, they can't afford stunt people to dodge the bullets, so hmm. but just eat them. Knowing that this was a two-parter explains my biggest annoyance. <laughs> Which was that you don't see him fight any kung fu guys till right at the end. Because <laughs> well, that's all in the second episode. Right. One episode in Hong Kong, one episode in New York. So the New York stuff, he's just fighting standard thugs. But yeah, then once he gets to Hong Kong, the action there is ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's like, 
What did you say? He's slightly stronger than a normal human? Yeah, like, it's, there's bits where people almost overpower him. He's like, this guy is not catching helicopters and shit. He might win an arm wrestling contest with nine out of ten guys. <laughs> well, most of the early superhero, you know, um, filmed stuff, yeah. there is no supervillain because they just can't handle that. They're, yeah, they're, they, can they, got their hands, they got their hands full with the... Um, with, with but that's why Superman is the one who made a good translation because Lex is just a dude. Right. <laughs> so. And then like Zod, and that's why you always have him fighting people like Zod because their powers are just we have the same powers as Superman. <laughs> so they haven't got to come up with two different sets of effects. Because uh, Spider-Man, of course, has one of the uh, most definitive rogues gallery of supervillains. And I'm assuming which... absolutely none of them made it into this TV show. Um, you're assuming yes. <laughs> I, I, that me, me, that's me saying uh, I forgot to check on that, but I'm pretty sure he's just a thug fighter in this one. Oh, yeah, I would say the only person who maybe could match Spider-Man for Rogue's Gallery is Batman. Mm. And there it's not really powers, it's just quirky characters, it's right? It's just insanity, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, X-Men, but X-Men's a whole weird thing, because it's... Everyone has a power. That's why it was yeah, such and, a hard thing to make. And also they go back and forth, who's Original. a good guy, who's a bad guy who does what hmm. but yeah it wasn't really until X-Men and Spider-Man around 2000 that you started getting consistently superhero films with supervillains right right so um, we, we came in, we came here for the Rosalind Chow playing Emily since I just decided to call her Keiko O'Brien in the uh, summary and I even worse just called her Miles O'Brien's wife because I can never remember Keiko's name <laughs> <laughs> what's so. a Japanese name she's not Japanese but what, yeah. that, that's a Star Trek tradition I guess yep <laughs> Um, oh, with all respects to George Takei, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, Enterprise... Well, George Takei himself said that it's just like... Because they, when they cast in the remakes, right, it was a... Uh, is he Korean, the other guy? Yeah. And George Takei's like, it's fine, he's just meant to represent Asia on the bridge. <laughs> so George Takei was okay with it. Right. Because then they had um, on Enterprise, um, Hoshi was, was a Korean actress... Okay. Yeah, and then Keiko, of course. But whatever, we're we're sitting here in Japan, so it, yep. yeah, it's something we'd think about a little harder. <laughs> but she also is, she does shine in this. She's a better actress than this show. Yeah, she, she's somewhat <laughs> effervescent. Yeah. Although, um, I, I did show you, because I asked in the, um, asked if you noticed, there's one where she just misreads the line, where it's clearly like, in, it should have been like, okay, take two, it's fine, right? Yeah. People okay. do that, but... Or was it? Because it was a. The only thing that's near you is that moves is moving away from you is blah blah blah. I was yeah, like, yeah. whoa, okay, that that's. I mean, that's legitimate, but it's when you do another take. What's up? Yeah, yeah. You you suggested that maybe it's because it was a helicopter shot and they could before the second take. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they did have the helicopter. The noise just permeates the last ten minutes of the movie. Um, but to be fair, we we're saying about how it's not very Spider-Man. It does do classic Spider-Man shit of. He slips away to change into Spider-Man and everyone ends up hating Peter Parker because they think he ran away. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I did <laughs> That's like... a classic Spider-Man Because, yeah, at first I was like, this guy's too chiseled, but he does get, like, pooped on quite a and lot. He, he does so. play, like, the fucking puppy dog eyes, always mopey Peter Parker quite well. <laughs> he doesn't give enough sass when he's Spider-Man, but only Andrew Garfield actually delivered on the Spider-Man sass. True. Does Tom Holland not do that enough? He, it, he early on in, like, Civil War and stuff, but it wasn't so much sass, it was just he doesn't shut up because he's nervous, which I think is a good read on Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the later films, he doesn't make anyone near enough quips. Right. Well, in this case, I mean, he'd be talking through his costume, I guess. I, yeah, I yeah. guess you'd dumb in later, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we need to talk about things like the costume and things like that. So do we want anything else you want to say about 
acting in this movie? Uh, not really. I mean, yes. Yeah. The only acting that happened was between her and him. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, there were the other characters who I guess were like members of the principal cast. And there was some girlfriend character, I can't remember who her name was. There was another lady who works at the Bugle. I was sitting there wondering if that was supposed to be like Misty Knight or something. I'm, yeah, I don't know if it is. Yeah. Oh, she's in um, the Netflix Marvel shows a lot. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. Because she was a 70s character, right? Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine without an afro. <laughs> um, but... They weren't particularly exciting, and they didn't have much chemistry with him or anything. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, oddly, he did have pretty good chemistry with... with well, that's why, I mean, I was being a little bit facetious when I, like, where does he rank on the Spider-Man? But he actually, you know, you do have to consider how is this guy doing compared to the other folks we've seen, you know? Yeah. He is, he's okay. It, it, it wasn't as shit as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Even though I, when I saw just him... I was like, this guy's not Peter Parker. Well, again, this just cuts out high school Peter Parker, which yeah. is kind of integral to the uh, characterization. But again, that was also not that long of the comic books. Right, it's but you've got to start there. Now, so. yeah. But yeah, it's the fact that he started very young is a big part of the character. Right, where this guy had already because gone Because that's the thing, Spider-Man yeah. fucked up his life. <laughs> <laughs> like he did, his education was ruined and then his jobs have been ruined because he's been Spider-Man. Yeah, this guy's this running guy, and gunning with Spider-Man. Yeah, he Spider -Man. was in a sensible position to start Spider-Manning. So. He just pisses people off. Yeah. Like unintentionally. But yeah, they, they've just, they've made him Clark Kent instead of Peter Parker. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> like, and, and the relationship with the uh, writer, with the editor, right, was much more Perry Wright than Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, yeah, uh, what, what year did Superman actually come out? 79? Yeah. So I guess they were a little bit ahead of the ball, but when they filmed this, it was probably about the same time, so right. they might have been trying to match that vibe well, a little bit. Well, Superman 79, I feel like it was earlier, actually. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to go back and actually watch the, uh, the, the pilot the movie for oh, okay. this. I was going to say Christopher Reeve's Superman would also be a... I think we have to do eventually. Oh, well, yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> 78 was Superman the movie. Yeah, so this could be kind of like... So this would have been post-Superman. But right. the start of the show would have been filming as Superman was filming. So we got to go check out the first one and see how their relationship is there. Because yeah. if he's already a news reporter, then obviously J.J.'s got to be in it. You know, also series regular, so... Yeah. Say you like uh, all the costume variants of Spider-Man. How's how's this one sit with you? Dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. The uh, the costumes have never been done right on film once. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the Sam Raimi costume, the eyes are really fucked up, mm. and also it, it does not look like something Peter Parker could have made. And then the newer one has chevrons. Oh, the new, yeah, the newer one, he's fucking Iron Man's child soldier boy toy. Let's not go into that again. Um, and Amazing One, I liked, because it was like a different twist variation. And I really liked how we saw him slowly put it together. But I still, you know, I wanted to see the real costume eventually. I like the web shooters on this one. Mm. Those are cool. Well, and the, um, the utility belt he had, it was weird seeing it on top of the costume. But in the comics, he is often shown that that's what he's got underneath. 
Right. If he pulls up his t-shirt. Yeah, I actually kind of, kind. I, I never quite made peace with it, but I liked it, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, You're I right. thought those were kind of cool. The, the eyes were totally screwed. Yeah, they were just some goggles. That was really bizarre. And then they had like a mascara-like streak next to it on the on the costume. Yeah, but it didn't have like the white section. Right. Which is Spider-Man's eye, right? So that was kind of weird. Um, the actual webs themselves. <laughs> Just some ropes coming up. <laughs> well, he shoots it, and then there's always a cut, and then there's clearly someone off camera just throwing ropes at people. Yep, 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 yep. And yep. then they can't get their way out of the ropes. At well, least there's, it, a, there's a bit where he he ropes up a guy and attaches it to something, but he just winds it round something like some string. It doesn't <laughs> stick like a web. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes he just he flicks it, and then you cut to a net. It's thrown <laughs> on some people. But I mean. <laughs> How else were they going to do the webs in 1977, right? Oh, for TV. Yeah. I, I mean, at TV at least we know it's not his jizz in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big plus. So in case you're listening to this some point in the future, we're recording this. We still don't actually technically know what's going on in the new Spider-Man film. But I really hope it is a crossover of the three different Spider-Men. So they can have the conversation where they're like, what the fuck, it comes out of your wrist? Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, Holland and Garfield don't, right? They both right. have web shooters. And then Maguire's there with, like, the web blood or the jizz or whatever it's meant to be. <laughs> Although, have you seen the super early trailer for the original Sam Raimi film? Mm. There's one that was shown at, like, E3 2000. Yeah. He has web shooters. Oh. I didn't know that until Should've recently. Should have kept that. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Nicholas Hammond will make a surprise visit? I would love it if he did. Is he, I mean, I assume he's still alive and stuff. But. Yeah, I don't know, but I would assume that, but... That, that, of course, like, no one would get it except for you, I, and the five people listening to this podcast. So. Yeah, but it, would, it would be pretty cool if him and the Japanese one had, like, a real little cameo, if they are going to do a Some bizarre cameo. Film. That would yeah. be very cool. <laughs> I can see it happening more likely he gets a, a little voice role in, in Spider-Verse, too. Mm. I can't see them doing it in the big screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spider-Verse <laughs> definitely gives the, the little weird winks a little more yep. winking space. And I'm sure this version of Spider-Man was in the actual Spider-Verse comic. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I know Japanese one was, because he even has Leopard on. <laughs> like, that's in the... That's fucking sick. I'm almost disappointed we're not doing Japanese Spider right now. Uh, yeah, well, there is apparently at least one film, so we're going to have to do that eventually. Okay, but here we are with the Dragon Challenge at the moment. Yeah. Um, the Chinese Spider-Man. <laughs> I went straight for the... Well, there's Turkish Spider-Man, too. That's cool Oh, yeah, stuff. there's Turkish everything. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like... I went for the costume because we talked design, and that, that's it. That, that is the design. Well, that's the only design, but then also the stuff where it goes to Hong Kong looks great. And yeah. we don't know how much of it was filmed on location <laughs> and how much of it was just they had really good Hong Kong sets. <laughs> Did they just go down to Chinatown or something? <laughs> but like the waterfront scenes really look like what I've seen of Hong Kong in like Jackie Chan films. Right. And then um, the farmhouse definitely does not look like something they would have found in the States anywhere. No way, at, so. yeah. Um, yeah, I think they did actually film a bunch of this in Hong Kong. The thing, as cool. cheap as it looks because we're used to modern effects, this actually was kind of a uh, big-budget TV show for the time. Yeah, uh, it, it, it didn't look... It looked outdated, but it didn't look cheap. Okay. Like, there were big camera moves, and clearly they had a lot of sets and stuff. It didn't look like shoestring budget stuff. Because I'm thinking the other big budget thing for genre thing at this time would be the original Battlestar, mm. which does feel far more fantastical, but that's because, I mean, they have special effects, but you've got all the sci-fi sets. It's all sci-fi sets, yeah. All the sci-fi sets and all the... Um, but I bet that, ha that has way ships. fewer separate locations. Right, you've I got bet. the Whereas five this, places. they go all around New York and Hong Kong. And stuff. Yeah, they could do bottle ships, right? Yeah. Where this one... 
I guess they could have done. Well, obviously, if you're going to Hong Kong, it's not a bottle show. But yeah, uh, they could have done. Oh, the bugle is under siege or something. But oh, uh, never mind the wind, folks. We are at a temple fully befitting. This looks like a place where '70s Spider-Man could absolutely have a kung fu battle. Definitely. Well, more of a karate battle here, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that, you could still have a dragon's challenge with that, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, you'd have more of a dragon's challenge than this film had, which, as I reiterate. Did not feature any dragons or anyone issuing any challenges. Yeah, there weren't there weren't many <laughs> challenges. Well, I don't know. Spider-Man does have, he does, like we talk about the overpowered superhero, right? Mm. This is definitely not the overpowered superhero. Yeah. He barely makes it through at any point in time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's almost like it's, he's less like Spider-Man and more like Kick-Ass. <laughs> Peter Parker just puts on a costume and does this shit, but he doesn't actually have any special abilities or training. He's good at climbing. Yeah. Oh, the and he's got them ropes. The climbing shots were good. Yeah, they were actually. I was, there was a couple where I was like, I don't actually know how they've done that in yeah. 1977. Unless or they just got a badass to yeah. just go climb up there. I saw an amazing video the other day of a guy scaling a building. Have you watched the um, the high tower videos? Maybe. Those will make you crap yourself. I've seen kids like doing idiotic somersaults and Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the maintenance but... man that literally goes up a. You know, because they, they're like, oh, tallest building in the Burj Khalifa, mm. right? But yeah. some, of these, some of these, like, Antenna towers go about that high, maybe higher. Right. And um, you got these dudes that climb them, and, and some of them have GoPros and do YouTube videos. And Yeah, I've seen a bit of that shit, but it always it makes my stomach do some sorts, and I don't want to watch. That's exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, Spider Man climbing, this is cool. Um, oh, the Spider Beeper, that's some fun design. It looked, like a, it, looked tech, like, <laughs> it looked like Hydra or something on there. Yeah, it, it, I, I, you only get a really brief look at what he has in his hand. But it looks like some weird ornate octopus spider. Or a rune or something. And I don't understand something. how he's reading any data from it. What <laughs> <laughs> had north, south, east, west, okay. and, and it blipped in the general direction. Okay. And that's about as useful as it is because the car comes right past him and he can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a, the beeper has a range of half a mile. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's cool for 1978 or what, nine or whatever. I think... That's weird to me to think that there's live-action Spider-Man stuff that's almost 50 years old. Because <laughs> to me, Spider-Man still feels hip and new. Nope. Yeah. Like Superman and Batman, yeah, oh, that's the old guard. But yeah, Spider-Man is a cool young older. people superhero. Right. But the difference is not that big anymore. How about Wolverine? Yeah, Wolverine feels well 90s. Okay. Even I know he came out in the 80s, I think. In the 70s. 70s, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but the, when was the X-Men relaunch where he actually joined the team? Uh, 75. Okay, oh, earlier than I thought. Yeah. Because Dark Phoenix is about 80, I think. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been there for a while with Venom. Right. So, um, I'm just trying to think of uh, where Venom, we Venom, that's 90s. Venom is very 90s. And the movie even is very, very 90s. Mm. You need to watch that soon. You know, we're, we're, we'll I, do it eventually. We're going to yeah. podcast, that's why. We'll wait until you can get hold of both, I guess, and just do a double book. Yeah, we, although we don't know if that's a good statement or not yet. My sister said it was good, but she says everything's good, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst movie she said was good? Oh, actually, I can't think of a good example of that. Mm. What's the movie that your whole... Oh, Ready Player One's where your family... No, my whole family told me I was going to love that. Even before the film, they said I was going to love the book. Yeah, and that didn't happen. We've had two or three podcasts where I ran about that. Let's move on. Yeah.
Matt, you're a man who enjoys a kung fu flick, some Hong Kong cinema, some Wu-Tang. This didn't really this scratch my itch, no. no. <laughs> um, keep in mind, Wu-Tang and Hong Kong and Kung Fu, I mean, on the internet, um, there's the Wu-Tang collection, because RZA is just, like, down with that, right? And, oh my god, I, like, I, I only went calling because my favorite film on there, which I can't quite remember her name of, Vanished. Uh. It was just, um, the whole thing was sword, insane sword fighting. And there'd be a scene, and people would start talking, and... Like, oh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty fine. <laughs> Sword fine for two minutes, and then cut to another scene, weirdly unrelated. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should do this. What do you think? I think it's... <laughs> Sword fine! It was just like, it didn't make any sense. I loved it. Nice. This makes more sense than that. I'll give it that. It has a plot, kind of, and stuff. But yeah, it's... They build up the kung fu guys. There's like, what's the line? I pick the kung fu men. <laughs> well, you pick badly. Yeah. Then you... they go, you see them all, like, kicking the heads off statues and showing off their moves. But then, of course, like, the Spider-Man actor doesn't know Kung Fu, so they can't have cool fights. <laughs> <laughs> so he does the same lame moves he's been doing the whole time and beats them. <laughs> also, I mean, the film crew shows up in Hong Kong, they're like, give us your Kung Fu guys. Because they, they don't pick the Kung Fu guys. And, mm. you know, the, 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 ones that do real, the ones that do Kung Fu real good, they were on the Jackie Chan set, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, but it's still been the Bruce Lee sets at this point? Not by 78. Yeah, I guess. Bruce Lee was like 73, I think, when he... Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, Jackie Chan was making films now. Yeah, this, this, this is, hadn't made his this is, this is yeah. serious Jackie Chan, period. Yeah, with the yeah. Bit, yeah which he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he I think he would have been starting to make his fun films. But, yeah, yeah, yeah 70s Kung Fu, um, yeah. the Shaw Brothers, I mean, that's, that's where it's at, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this does not hold a candle to 70s Hong Kong Kung Fu. But again, this is TV. American show happening. Yeah, it's CBS or I forget if it's CBS or NBC. I want to say yeah. CBS, but uh, but it's not going to be the same as actual Hong Kong cinema, obviously. Right. I mean, even American cinema couldn't handle that until like 2005 or so. Right. Yeah. Well, to the Matrix, basically. Yeah. Unless it was a Jackie Chan film and he was just allowed to do his own shit right. on an American set. <coughs> right. Then, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, hey, did Kill Bill hit the mark? I, I don't. I, no, I time. think Kill Bill got it through more through directorial tricks than like yeah. well done action. Right, right, right. So, um, Crouching Tiger, of course. Uh, that's, that's where, like, Ameri that that's where Americans are like. It's still hey. funding, but it's still just a Hong Kong film. It right? is a Hong Kong film. I'm saying that's where Americans are like, hey, why can't we put this in our films? Get get the money, put it in our films. Well, we're going to talk about this a lot next month, but um, the first Matrix film, apparently, the the Kung Fu guy they wanted to get into choreograph their fights did not want to do it um, so he just kept making absolutely unreasonable demands but the Wachowskis just kept bowing to his demands so eventually <laughs> he had to do it he was like yeah but I want complete control over all action scenes okay uh, and I want five million dollars okay <laughs> I guess I'll do it then <laughs> well it worked out well so yeah it did <laughs> good for them uh, these action scenes not so much like I said it's, it's just like it, it, it yeah you mentioned I um I thought of Rorschach, I guess. You mentioned Kick-Ass. I thought of Rorschach. Right. Uh, a nicer Rorschach, I guess. A less, yeah. A slightly less nuts Rorschach. I mean, my Spider-Man costume is better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't go out and probably do a better Spider-Man than, than this. <laughs> he just got lucky in the fact that none of those bullets killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a tranquilizer, poison or whatever. I think when he got shot in the subway, that was just a gun. That was just a gun, which he recovers from in like two minutes. Which I, I they hit his belt because he didn't even seem to be bleeding. <laughs> I guess he recovers quickly because he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He must have just grazed him. 
Oh, and then, of course, when he does get poisoned, they, they can only revive him through the exotic, bizarre um, practice of acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've, yeah, I've, I don't know, I've had that. Have I told my acupuncture story? I don't think so. Okay, uh, 2006. I was here, right? Mm. I just actually met my wife, and um, I was having lower back problems, and she was like, oh, my aunt works at a... Oh, just met my wife having lower back problems, eh? Giggity, giggity. The story goes a different place. Um, (laughs) She was like, oh, my aunt works at this clinic in Matsumoto town over, go over some mountains, and um, we'll go there, and they'll... they'll, I'm thinking, oh, that'll be massage therapy, and it's, it's acupuncture. First time, I didn't know I was doing acupuncture. I was in there. Also, it was an acupuncture done by a school for the blind so my i i several times i was uh punctured by a blind acupuncturist i often hear that like blind masseuses and blind acupuncturists are like top tier though right they were they were considered top tier and i guess the idea is they're actually like the only energy i don't know or whatever but uh yeah i mean there is you know yeah if they're not relying on their senses it's daredevil right you know they've learned to they, their sense of touch is enhanced because they don't have to say. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of Daredevil, um, whereabouts time-wise does this fit alongside the Hulk TV show? About the same time, but uh, Daredevil, I think... No, because the, the Hulk movies, which I think are in the 80s... Late 80s, that's why I was getting... Because Thor shows up You start up having too. Thor and Daredevil and stuff showing yeah. up. Yeah. That's the first time we get basically an MCU. <laughs> yeah, it's a very different MCU. <laughs> yeah, it does have a Stan Lee cameo though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another whack one, which I think does have a Stanley cameo as well, that I want to get to is the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, which uh, weirdly yeah. is probably still the best one because they haven't made a decent one. I actually don't mind the 2004 Fantastic Four. I think it's all right. I found it. See, it, it, it committed the crime of being boring for me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so the. I never watched the more recent one, which I guess nobody did. No, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's supposed to be cooking? There's something cooking up now. Well, it's, Marvel has it now. Yeah, is a TV so, show movie? No, it'll be a movie, but okay. they just biding their time. See, that would be that would be a great place for Marvel to like really do like a kind of A list TV show. Possibly, but I don't think they want to. Because you get your regular cast. That's easy. You already got four of them in place. You know, add one or two more, ready to roll. Yeah, but you get big, big, big dollar bills <laughs> when you. Um, put it in the cinemas mate <laughs> yeah 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 good point yeah i guess that's thing stre- streaming so weird because it's like ratings don't matter anymore which is good in in a way because now well, streaming is good because nothing matters it's all just weird angel investor venture capital money holds <laughs> <laughs> like i don't think netflix has ever made any money <laughs> there's just people keep investing in it because like well the market's big so it's gonna make profit eventually but it's not. Money just disappears and disappears and disappears because for rich people, money's not a real thing. Well, I guess we're in a, a bright spot for the moment, then. We're in a bright spot artistically. Yeah, we're, we're at the point that... where there's loads of money washing around and no one gives a shit if anyone watches it. So, I, like, directors could just make stuff. Right, because shows that maybe need a little nurturing or maybe need a little time to grow can grow now. It's yeah. nice, right? Yeah. Uh, it's very much the opposite of music because in the 70s, that was the case. Yeah. And now, it's like you, you do it now or you're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So. Oh, yeah, because there's another prettier, younger starlet <coughs> just around the corner, right? Right, right. We're in the 70s. Um, I mean, there's plenty of bands that became quite, or singers or whatever, became very popular that their first few albums were like total flops. Mm. But they're like, oh, we, we like that we made this album. Let's keep working with them, and hopefully it'll, uh, you know, gain some traction eventually. But the thing I wanted to say about the Hulk show is that that managed to just completely separate itself from comic books. Right. When the actual show was running. 
Yeah. It, it, it felt like just any of the, like, it could have been Airwolf or A-Team or anything, right? It was just... Yeah, you only get, like, simple three concept. minutes of Here's the a actual... guy who sometimes becomes a monster. He travels from town to town, helps solve a problem, beats some guys up. Yeah, you get, like, you what, get three, three minutes, minutes of, of the Hulk. Over episode, yeah. Like, I think we do get a little more Spider-Man here than we get at the Hawk and the Hawk show. Yeah. I mean, because uh, usually when he's going around the helicopter with a spider beeper, I mean, in most cases, he actually would be Spider-Manning at that point. True, yeah, Well, yeah. in this case, he's still Peter Parker for some... Which practically makes sense, to be honest. Of course, he doesn't know about him yet, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, why would you run around in your costume when you don't need to, you know? Well, he's got multiple disguises because he can put on Spider-Man costume and be Spider-Man, or he can put on a pointy hat and be a Chinaman. <laughs> as long as no one sees his face. <laughs> it's the actual line, if I put on this hat, I'll look Chinese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as no one sees my face. Like, I guess. <laughs> If it makes you happy, go go ahead, tiger. I can say I look Japanese as long as no one sees me. <laughs> <laughs> you could look like Godzilla as long as no one sees you. <laughs> I've got long flowing locks of hair as long as no one sees me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt and Fabio's sci-fi sanctuary. <laughs> I'm so glad to get this reward, this reward for actor slash model, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Did Fabio act? There's a line from Zoolander. There's a bit in Zoolander where Fabio gets that Oh, award. right, right, okay. <laughs> That's the second time Zoolander's come up today. Oh, yeah. But the other part wasn't being recorded. Right. We were just talking about Mugatu over lunch, because that's what me and Matt do. <laughs> even more so than me like remember a time where you would read comic books and stuff and you do, you weren't getting films of it yeah we had to mod our gi joes and the x-men yeah and like every five years you might get a superman or a batman movie right and now like i'm actually at the point where i'm a bit sick of them <laughs> no i mean you and i have, I don't even think we've had the thought to go see The Eternals, which came out last week. Yeah, that's... I, could, I was thinking, like, yesterday, like, do I want to see Eternals? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still got a big monster in it. I guess I might want to see the monster, but I did see Shang-Chi. See, I didn't even see that. I didn't see Black Widow. Well, and... I didn't see Black Widow. I've got zero interest, but... Mm. That one felt a bit different than other Marvel stuff. Mm. It was very Chinese and full of mythical creatures and stuff. Like this one. Yep. <laughs> Much more so than this one. <laughs> well, um, one of the reasons I was wondering if this was going to have Iron Fist or Shang-Chi or someone in it. Would have made sense. But it doesn't. It's just... <laughs> most of the characters aren't even given names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like... 
I remember like when the first Iron Man film came out and they mentioned the Avengers at the end, how excited I was. Oh yeah, it was like a team of superheroes. They only had the X Men, but the X Men has yeah, to be like Fantastic Four. They're already a team, but like yeah, yeah proper team up, team up was like so thrilling. Or just when like Spider when Spider Man came out and it's like, oh, I've heard a rumor they're going to make a Fantastic Four film as well. Like whoa, <laughs> and now it's like you know, super obscure comic books are getting films every year. But yeah, I guess you can have too much of a good thing. <laughs> but also, I think it's the Marvel has become emblematic and a big victim of just the homogenization of cinema, right? Yeah. Disney owns everything now, and they're just <laughs> pumping out exactly the same film every <laughs> two or three months. So maybe maybe Hong Kong's where the next crop of like real films comes out of, you know? Well, will, pro- uh, probably not Hong Kong. It's Korea, moment, right? At the moment, it's starting to be. Yeah, yeah, it is. The big hub of like the new shit. Yeah, because I, I haven't, I don't know anything about Squid Game except the basic concept and uh, the the mask because they plaster them everywhere, right? But, but then, like, I know I haven't seen Parasite yet, but that's supposed to be really good, and I love the host. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I'm hoping we're gonna see. Well, I'm thinking I need to start watching more film from outside of Hollywood if I want. <laughs> At the moment, I'm just watching old Godzilla films, so I'm happy. But, <laughs> Like I want, I do want to see the new Spider Man, and I would definitely see any Spider Man they put in front of me because I really like Spider Man. But <laughs> even I can admit, like, you always make you sum it up really nicely. They put out a film called Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> Give us something different, right? It puts a, it puts a nice bow, you know. You, you know, uh, Spider Man movie still allowed, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we put a nice bow on it. Well, I think Spider-Man works better separate from the rest of the Marvel Universe. It anyway. does. So, you, what you want another Spider-Man. reboot? You want, you want... <laughs> just make Sp- just make Amazing Spider-Man three and don't mention any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's this new one. They no. got Doctor Strange. It's always fun. Well, we've definitely got villains from the other <laughs> everywhere. Films, so I hope we're also going to get the two Spider-Mans. Yeah. And then they could, once they've reintroduced him for that, just do another film with him. I don't think they will. <laughs> but also, I. The whole, like, he's got the stock tech and the money. Like, he's tied into all these other superheroes. We're never quite going to get the Spider-Man stories that I want. Mm. But also, like, I could just go and read comic books. <laughs> like, a bit, like the, I don't have to wait for Hollywood to give me the stories I want. They are out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... And also, I think, partly not living in an English-speaking country anymore is helping me realize that. That people are just like, oh, I'm on tenterhooks for the next film they're going to give me. And it's like... You could go and find so much more stuff. <laughs> so, um, where do you want to rank the Dragon's Challenge in your Spider-Man film catalog? It might be better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the costume. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 all the way through since the story in the theaters. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if I have. I, that might be true. For, I, maybe I've seen it twice. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely get to that eventually on this podcast, because... At least once a year, I'm going to demand we do another Spider-Man. <laughs> like, this one was an emergency. This was I've discovered this happened, and we're recording this soon. Like, <laughs> I'd imagine the next Spider-Man we'll do will probably be the Japanese movie. Yeah. So how does this? Well, how does it hold up then? I mean, as a a little, it it has some of the scrappiness of like proper '60s comic book Spider-Man, right? A little bit of it, yeah. S- screws up most of the continuity, as most superhero media does before about 2005 yeah right i mean um, if you if you try to present the x-men how they were presenting the first x-men film today yeah people would, you oh know. just the black leather yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I guess if you are... If you're a Spider-Man fan starved for Spider-Man content, you could do a lot worse than checking this out. So if you've made it this far in the podcast and you haven't clicked that YouTube link yet, just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe you're not going to sit through the whole film in one sitting. Oh, do it. it! Fuck you! It is 90 minutes of 70s TV. <laughs> but, you know, put it on in the background or something or watch the edited highlights or whatever. You'll see some fun Spider-Man edge. You'll get a chuckle out of it. Smoke a doob and put it on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, just go to, go to Matt's Wu-Tang playlist if you want that. <laughs> okay, that's better. Real for kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing. We see. We should go back and do like the pilot for this because here I'm just like, man, it's, just, it's not real kung fu. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> but then, how many times are we going to do podcasts about Spider-Man's origin? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We didn't have to talk about Spider-Man's origin Almost at all, except that he was a newspaper reporter when he was bit in this one. That's yeah. that's the only thing that matters here, because it's different. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have to discuss it. So, <laughs> When Amazing comes out, when we dipped around to doing Amazing on the podcast, let's just put out the one for the first Spider-Man film again. <laughs> <laughs> Change the artwork. <laughs> and just insert our voices going, Amazing. Every time one of us says Spider-Man. <laughs> You know, I, I feel the way that Andrew Garfield played Peter Parker was. <laughs> and any time we're talking about JJ, just put a beep over it. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, JJ, it was his great beep. <laughs> Should the beep be like two minutes long? Or yeah, yeah, just, just the full length of time we're talking. It's just a droning sound. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, if you're listening to a podcast about the Dragon's Challenge, obviously you've seen it or should. Otherwise, go to go to a film that we've talked about where, where people watched it. <laughs> we do those sometimes, too. Yeah, no one wants to listen to that. <laughs> or just go to one of the many ones where we don't really talk about the film. We just go on about, like, celebrities' penises and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's an option as well, but you'll never know which ones those are. <laughs> um, does that mean we're finished here? What noise do Spider-Man's webs make? I keep coming with Wolverine claws schnicked. In the comic book, Spider-Man sound is thwip. Yeah. But in the films, it's always more of like a like a squelch. That's and here it's just funny. like a gunshot. It's like, the chalk Every time. That makes sense. It's a web shooter, right? It yeah, shoots yeah. like a gun. But his one is basically just a rope gun, yeah. It, it, hey, it sucks so hard. Uh, clearly he made it himself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he does refer to being a physics student as well. So. Yeah, yeah, he is at the university. Yeah. Although he says studying for his PhD. Ooh. Which he didn't get until very late in the comics. Dr. Parker. Yeah, and that's only when Doctor... Do you know about when he got his doctorate in the comics? No. It was while Dr. Octopus was in his body. Oh. And someone called him Mr. Parker, and he's like, it's Dr. Parker, actually. And they go, no, it's not, you dick. He's like, I don't have a doctorate? <laughs> he would have got one. <laughs> so when Peter got his body back, he's like, oh, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> Good for me. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you're a doctor and, and you didn't do anything. Yeah, but also you've been Otto Octavius for like a year and your life is in shambles. So. <laughs> what was the name of that comic? Um, Superior Spider-Man. Right, okay. I just remember the title being quite fun. Yeah. I picked it up towards the end of it because I heard Peter was coming back. Ah. And I was like, oh, that's probably a good time to get back into buying Spider-Man comics. I did for a couple of years. Yeah. Buying comics is really fucking expensive, man. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, it would so, be great if Marvel had an equivalent of just, like, the Shonen Jump you get in Japan. Just, like, five bucks, here's a big... Oh, right, block, the big... Well, they black and white of all the Marvel comics. 
actually, I remember. I think it was DC. I remember having a Teen Titans where they did that. Okay. Where they they reduced it to black and white and yeah. just put it in like a. a um, yeah, but imagine if you could just once a month you just buy it and it hears like Spider Man, X Men, mm. Captain America, Iron Man, everything for this month. Mm. Sure, it's black and white, but it's an affordable price. You can read all the stories. Well, in the 90s, they'd hold my comics for me at the comic shop, and they were, like, still one buck at well, the time. Well, in the UK, they wouldn't release them as you got them in America. So you'd pay... It'd be about the same price, but it would be, like, Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and Peter Parker Spider-Man all in one. Oh. Because British buyers would not settle for the shit that you get in American comic book stores, where it's, like, two bucks for 22 pages. <laughs> Whereas we're used to having compendium comic books. Right. Compendiums make sense. I get that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I always preferred the trade paperback to just the stack oh, of yeah, comic books. Oh, one comic book is just... Oh, a, oh, no, no. A stack is where it's at. Yeah? I mean, if I'm just buying my one, then that's not enough. Mm. But when it was my uncle would give me, like, okay, here's the last... Here's all the comic books since last time I saw you. And I'm just flicking through them, chucking it down, next one. Oh, well, that's a great feeling. I guess that gets back to my joy of going to the comic book store and yeah, handed yeah, yeah. a stack of... Yeah. Of course, I had to pay for that stack, but... Uh. <laughs> but, but the best was when he's like, I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting this superhero, and he's just like, okay, here's the big fucking box of every issue I've ever had of that character for, like, 20 years. <laughs> I could just read all of Superman in, like, a summer vacation. Yeah, yeah, I had to go get it myself, unfortunately. Oh, but so. now he's, he's met a woman, and he always oh, spends his money on living a life, not living with his parents, buying comic books. <laughs> he didn't think of me, did he? <laughs> listen to this, Steve. <laughs> Send me some damn comic books. <laughs> Break up with Babette, move back in with Nan, and send me some comic books. <laughs> Destroy your life because I want some comics. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could just read like Marvel Unlimited, but. Yeah, I mean, you can read pretty much everything on the internet now. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> yeah. That's what I do with manga because it's very difficult to find them in English here. Right. They're very cheap to just read them all on the internet. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you, you want to do that thing? That was satire. I pay for all my comic books. He's a satirist. If you want to hear more satire about, like, punching Jeff Bezos and stuff, which is also all satire, you can find more of this podcast by going to MLSFS Pod on Twitter or going onto YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and searching Matt and Link Sci-Fi Sanctuary. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can help keep it online by going to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius where you'll find links to more podcasts that me and Matt make. And if you've enjoyed the music you've heard in this podcast, you can find more of Matt's music by going to bandcamp.com slash... No, remysagemedia.bandcamp.com. That's how that website works. Was the Transformers 2 episode satire? No. <laughs> Deathly serious. <laughs> Thank you.